Welcome to Good and Decent, a podcast by Grotto Network. Stories of ordinary people living in extraordinary ways. Season 2, Episode 1, Gratitude Despite. Hey, Josh Long here. I'm the senior video producer at Grotto Network, and we've been gathering stories in the field for a long time. You can actually find over 200 mini docs on our YouTube channel. But anyway, for many of these stories, we've noticed that when adversity strikes, people will dig down and stand strong. How do they do it? One common disposition seems to keep them grounded through it all. Gratitude. exactly what I was looking for. Come on. All day long, right? Trey Gray is a drummer, and he literally has platinum records in his home studio. And let me tell you, that's not a common sight here in northern Indiana. The records are a relic from his time recording with acts like Faith Hill and Jewel. But today, Trey's in a basement in Schoolcraft, Michigan. He's visiting independent drum labs. It's a local drum maker. Trey can't keep a smile from his face as he examines and tests his new drum kit. Oh, dude, look at that. Pink bass drum. Oh my gosh, dude. When Grotto freelance filmmaker Kevin DeClute told us about Trey Gray, It wasn't just about his recording success and his overabundance of kindness. It was also that Trey had been diagnosed with Huntington's disease and told he had 10 to 15 years to live. That was 18 years ago, and this guy just keeps drumming. We sent Kevin to ride along with Trey on a normal Thursday. It was a rainy late September evening. Huntington's disease, you know, it's like having Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and ALS put in a blender and mix it all up. And it's a 10 to 15 year progression before you die. So I'm definitely beating the odds. And that's a good thing. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. Because I'm a procrastinator, I'm kind of lazy, but I am, but I want to be there for people to say, you can do this, you can make, you can have a okay life, you know? Any type of oxygen you get into your brain is good. And when you get your limbs, you know, moving, it helps. You get, you just, it helps. So with with the the drumming, I mean, I'm doing four limbs sometimes at a time, different things at a time. Imagine that in your brain, the neurons and stuff that are are firing. It's fantastic. After picking up his drum kit, Trey had a gig a few miles down the road at a bar in Mishawaka, Indiana with the Paul Erdman Band. He was pumped to show off his new pink bass drum to his bandmates. Look at this. Dude. What? Tell me that's not bad at the bone. I just swap heads real quick. Lightweight too. Yeah. You 
thing. I gotta, I did take out the heads really quickly, so I gotta set so it up when I get there, yeah. You're gonna get to watch Trey Gray tune drums. Yeah. This will be like the bonus feature, like the outtakes. Are you gonna help me, you big No, I'm for not. Don't you, don't you. Cheers, guys. Boys. Bring it in for the real thing. Love you guys. Love you too. Oh, he's gonna just drink the whole thing. I could have. You should. Hey, what we have today? You have one. You know how it goes. couple days after the gig, we caught back up with Trey at his home recording studio. He's producing an album for a local band led by Valerie Engel. Try to try. Try. I feel like you should just do it all broke down. Do you? That last chorus. Okay, like, okay, uh, how far? How far? How far? How far? Yeah, no, I do. Like, I liked the first one. I just, I don't know, this song, I don't know where I'm at in life right now, I'm just like super connected with it. I just really love the feel of it. Everyone goes silent in the studio, and Trey, nodding along to the music in his headphones, gives the lead singer a silent three, two, one countdown. You lied to me, you broke my heart. You can't play in your games while I play the part Gotta wish it was right But this will always be wrong I can't keep you I'm very blessed to be able to do this at any level. We'd be sitting at a bar and they would go, why are you doing this? You're going to Europe tomorrow. It's what I love to do. I'm gonna play music, hopefully until the, I would love to drop dead playing music. It, would that not be wonderful? I mean, come on. So, I don't get people, I don't get it. I love it, it's great. Val, what do you think? Love it. Yeah, it's killer, right? Beating the Odds of Huntington's Disease is a Grotto Story by Kevin DeClute. After good and decent host Sarah Toms saw Trey's story, she of course wanted to know more, so we reached out to Grotto freelancer Kevin DeClute. Sarah was in Pennsylvania, and Kevin was in South Bend, and this is the audio from their Zoom call. I met Trey. It's through through playing uh, music. I've been in different like bands and things like that since I was in high school, and probably like at the music store or at a, a gig somewhere in the music community. I just I met Trey, and he's just a guy everyone liked to be around. He's a real happy guy all the time, and uh, uh, I just got to know him. And me me personally, I do video production and and. Uh, television production. I've done that for a long time. So as I got to know Trey, I was like, oh, this is an amazing story. Like, I would love to tell this guy's story. He's an accomplished musician, obviously. 
he's he's played with some like major acts. He still plays all the time. He's the drummer for Reba McIntyre. He he's played with Faith Hill and Jewel for years. Uh, Brooks and Dunn. Now he plays with all the time. Um, which that's a great story in itself. But then when you throw in this thing that this Huntington's disease that he has, um, it's it's uh, pretty wild that he's able to do what he does uh, with that diagnosis. Um, usually it's, you know, like Trey said, 10 to 15 years is kind of like ticking clock. And Trey got diagnosed for the exact number, but it's been over 10 years. And he's still going. And he, like you said, he has good days and bad days, but he's just a incredible guy. So I wanted to tell his story. Yeah. So what's it like to, to find that out about someone that they're, it sounds like you said he's a guy, everybody wants to be around. He looks pretty joyful to me. Um, and then what was that moment like when you found out that this thing was going on, you know, behind kind of behind the curtain, so to speak? Um, in, in a way it's, it's kind of, uh, a shock because he's not afraid to talk about it at all, but it's not something that um, is his identity, I guess. So, uh, you know, when you find out about it, it's it's almost like, oh, you're surprised, but it makes you think like, oh, maybe that's why Trey is the way that he is. It's because uh, he does not take any single day for granted. And it's so apparent when you're around the guy, like all the time, he's... Uh, living life to the fullest at all times and very grateful for every day. Even uh, like today on his Facebook page, literally today it said grateful for today. Wow. And he'll do that all the time. He does that all the time. Um, wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it was a surprise, I guess, to find out about that, but also it was kind of like, Oh, this makes total sense. He's, he's a good example to, you know, live life to its fullest, I guess. Cause that's exactly what, what he's doing. Yeah. Were there any other things you learned along the way doing this story on Trey? Um, obviously it sounds like gratitude's a big one. Maybe you learned something else or you found out something that surprised you about him. I mean, one thing, the, his, the gratitude, I mean, that is one thing he, he does carry with him day to day and it's obvious. Um, and I think one thing that kind of surprised me is like how doing what he does with the drumming, maybe like the, the title of the video is uh, beating the odds of Huntington's disease. And that's kind of, I don't know if Josh came up with that title or, or, or what, but it's, it's a good kind of play on words because he, as a drummer, he's literally beating this disease. Like in his head, you know, he, he's, when he's playing the drums, like he said, he's uh, doing all these things at once. He's, doing physical movement he's each each one of his limbs is doing something different you know this hand's going one two three four the foot's doing the one thing the hand's doing the other he's he's listening to every member of the band all at the same time and and he's doing that a lot every day you know for multiple hours a day and you know he he really believes that that's kind of what's keeping him him going you know like maybe that is what's keeping the brain like fighting off this disease as as he's doing right now so he's literally drumming for his life that's what he's talking about when he's talking about oxygen to the brain that that's probably helping healing or at least like fighting off right 
fighting off the, the, the degenerative part of the disease. Is that right? Right, right. And that's incredible. And whether or not that's medically possible, who knows, but when that's what he thinks and that's, you know, it's very well could be what's happening, but just having that outlook of what you're doing, um, and, and continuing to do it to, to move yourself forward like that, I think is inspiring. The drumming, that thing that he has a passion for is saving him in a way. And who knows, maybe, you know, in some sense medically, but also just that's what he's living for. He's living to wake up another day and be able to experience something like the joy when he saw this pink bass drum. Right. <laughs> Can you, what's, what's up with that? I mean, was that just like bass drums don't come in that color often or <laughs> what's the situation there? Well, he so that particular scene, I guess we went up to a um, a custom drum maker. Him and I, I rode along with him. We went up to this custom drum maker. So this this guy made this drum just for Trey. He picked out the color just for Trey. So he was totally pumped to see this thing and that kind of have his own okay. like signature drum in a way. So that's what he was so excited about. Uh, but he's like that with everything. If you hand the guy a cup of coffee, he's going to give you that same reaction. Like, oh my gosh, I love this. This is the most amazing cup of coffee I've ever seen. Wow. Um, so uh, that it was neat, though, to see him kind of, um, you know, within his realm of... Uh, He's such a good drummer, so it's like it was cool to to go along and see him. He was testing out the drums at this in this company's uh, little warehouse and trying things out, and he was just so thankful to to have that given to him. And then then he took it back, and that was the his first show with that particular drum that he took along uh, with him to that show that night. Yeah, so cool. So you're a musician. I am not. I am a kind of failed ex child pianist from when I was like eight years old and I quit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I feel sorry for my Russian piano teacher. She could not make a protege out of me. <laughs> so you're Kevin, you're a musician. Um, you said like Trey's a great drumist. Is that what you say? Drumist? Drummer. Drummer. Sure. Drummer. <laughs> Josh, you can edit that out. Knowing Josh will keep that in. Um, <laughs> you're Kevin, you're a musician. You say Trey's a good drummer. What makes someone a good drummer? I don't know. How do you, how do you, what makes you say that? What makes him kind of successful at what, what he does? Do you think? I think it's a couple things, but one, what makes really any musician a great musician as opposed to just a, someone who really knows how to play the instrument well is someone who can listen really well. Um, so when you're in a band, you know, everyone's doing their thing. If you're just listening to yourself and you're kind of in your own world, making sure you play the right notes and you're just only worried about yourself, that band's not going to be nearly as good as the band where everyone's kind of listening to one another more so than even they're listening to themselves. And um, Trey's definitely one of those people. And I think the other reason is everyone likes to be around Trey and, you know, what he is very talented at what he does, of course. Um, but that's only part of it too. When you want to, you know, when somebody like Reba McIntyre, Brooks and Dunn, or, you know, Jewel wants somebody in their band, they want somebody that they want to be around every day. Someone that's going to be on the tour bus with them every day that they can enjoy being around. And, yeah. and there, it'd be hard pressed to find anybody better than Trey at that too. That's incredible. I, when you were talking about the, the pink 
bass drum, I was thinking like, that seems to be the lesson about gratitude that Trig gives us is like, make, find the pink bass drums in your life. Like find the things that you can get excited about and grateful for. And maybe it's like a muscle. Like maybe if we continue to, to work that muscle, we find more pink bass drums. Like you said, someone hands him a cup of coffee and he has the same reaction as a custom built drum for himself. So um, yeah, I think that's my takeaway. And Kevin, I'll just ask you, do you have a kind of one takeaway when it comes to Trey, something that you're going to keep with you and something you want our listeners to, to maybe walk away with? Sure. I mean, that's what you said is a perfect example. It is like a, a practice, like it's, it's inspiring. It's a good example. Trey provides that good example, um, on and off the stage, I guess, to, to be grateful, the gratitude, to work that muscle. I, I like what you said there. That's a good way to put it. I mean, Trey also, I mean, he started, I should I give him a little plug here. He started his own foundation, the Trey Gray Foundation. Uh, you can look that up. Just Google Trey Gray Foundation. And he's really trying to bring awareness to Huntington's disease. And that's one thing that I think, it's not a very well-known disease. So the fact that he has a little bit of a platform to um, spread the the word about this disease and try to raise money. It's there's no cure for it right now, so try to raise money to try to find a cure and things like that. That's an important thing to to mention. It's just that uh, Trey started this foundation. He's been a, a strong voice for Huntington's disease, and um, you know he wants everyone to know what's going on and that not only. Um, aware of it, but that people who are suffering from that disease, um, there's hope. I mean, there's there's a way, like, you can beat the disease. Like he said, he's beating the odds. Uh, if he can do it, you know, you can do it. Thank you again, Kevin. And if you want to stick around, we're going to actually explore another story of uh, someone who approaches life a lot like Trey does. This is Jillian, and this grotto story is called learning to live with cystic fibrosis with joy. Cystic fibrosis is a genetic disease that affects um, the whole body. Um, creating more thick and sticky mucus. It's like a slow stealing of lung function and of lung capacity, really. I, I spend the most time each day doing the breathing treatment, so that's 30 minutes, three times a day, each session. So the vest, um, this is called the Monarch, and the idea is that it shakes loose the mucus in my lungs and helps me to cough it out. I'm, I'm just multitasking. I have to learn to integrate CF into every aspect of my life. On a bright and sunny day outside of Slugger Field in the heart of Louisville, Jillian and her husband hold hands as they walk with hundreds of people at the Great Strides CF Walk. Jillian is wearing a purple t-shirt that reads, I stride until it's done, on the front and I am a fighter. Boldly on the back. Yeah, we had a date night two weeks ago. Oh yeah, for birthday. Every year we celebrate one more year of 
parenthood, keeping your child alive. Yeah. Aww. We did it. We were here. I'm yeah. getting a close up Jillian smiles as she chats with others on the walk. Shoes shuffle across the street while the Louisville skyline paints the background. There are many different colored t-shirts throughout the crowd. Red, blue, black, tie-dye. Some white shirts read, Twinning for a cure. Cure cystic fibrosis. In purple lettering, above a pair of lungs, with a purple ribbon inside the right lung. Inside of Slugger Stadium, Jillian takes center field. Hello everyone, thank you. Today we celebrate the lives of those who we love with CF. Many of us who are physically here with us today and many of those who are not. We celebrate the incredible advances in science recently that have allowed people with CF to live fuller lives. Uh, I was diagnosed at 10 months and my parents were told I might live to 18 and today I w I'm 27. Uh, I'm a mom. That's amazing. Uh, I'm a mom. This is my son, Simon. He's three. Woo! Oh, Simon. Can I say hi? Hi. <laughs> he helps me with all of my treatments. Jillian straps her son into his car seat, and they drive home. With a toddler, it's like a water slide when you're expecting a lazy river. <laughs> I mean, juggle is like the best word for it. By himself, and he always locks the door. He's like, I need privacy, and he'll just shut the door and lock it, oh, and then go. Oh. And it's so sweet. I feel like we forgot to brush your teeth today. Did we brush them? No. Uh -oh. Do you want to brush them now? No. No. Jillian sits down on the couch next to her son, who is dressed in his pajamas, and he excitedly picks up a book for them to read together, which seems to be part of their daily routine. Jillian is wearing a blue vest that is strapped around her body. On the back of the vest are these thick, vibrating discs that basically pound against Jillian's back near her lungs. At night of the party was so much fun. Grumpy Toad brought more than enough cupcakes for everyone. Oh. Thank you, Grumpy Toad. I never expected the life that I have. I certainly hoped for it and dreamed of it, but I didn't dare expect it, which I think was good because it's led me to make choices in my life that were, I think, a little bolder and um, kind of soaking up those moments. Jillian and her husband laugh together on the couch as they fill out a crossword puzzle. Pictures of their family line the walls behind them. Ooh, prude. Prude. Yeah. I kind of feel like I'm carrying the team right now, see? You're so much better at this than I am. Little. Hooter. <laughs> Obviously, I'm fighting for my, my own life, but theirs as well, for them to have a, a wife and a mom. 14. Good job. Having a, a struggle and a challenge can be um, an opportunity to be strengthened. The moments that I have struggled the most and sort of been angry with God and um, scared for my life have brought me the closest to Him. We sort of peel back the curtains and look at the scariest thing, which uh, oftentimes is like death and suffering. And then we can live. We see it for what it is. I can't change the, the cards that I've been dealt, but I get to choose how I play the game. And I get to play it with joy. Yeah. Yeah.
Learning to Live with Cystic Fibrosis with Joy was a grotto story by me, Katie Rudder. This episode was produced by Josh Long. It was hosted by Sarah Toms, Ben Cruz, Drew Malcolm, and Tara Kelly were contributing editors. Grotto Network is Director Javi Zubi Zaretta Senior Editor Josh Nome Senior Producer Josh Long Assignment Desk and Event Program Manager Liz Colloran Web Content Analyst Michaela Douglas Art Director Becky Rogers Associate Producer Ben Cruz Hey, that's me Social Media Manager Adrian Garalde Tara Kelly and Nick Guinea are our treasured interns 